The Baltimore Ravens defeat the Cincinnati Bengals 34 to 20 in week 11, but the loss of Mark Andrews looms large. We talk about the win, talk about the Andrews loss, and so much more coming up on this instant reaction live edition of Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Ravens. We're your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravens. We're here with you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for being here and making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every single day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms. That includes over in video form on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NFL and use code all lowercase lockdown NFL for a first boss match up to hundred dollars. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Moving hundred miles a minute here on locked on Ravens. Been a crazy evening night. Honestly, went over to the punchline tailgate with Jack Sullivan. All those guys. It was awesome. The Ravens beat the Bengals did a live stream for bleacher report. We're, we're all over the place here, but the Ravens get the win. That's the important part. They move over to eight and three on the season, drop Cincinnati to five on five. We have a lot to talk about here on this show. So if you're here live with us late, late night, we're about 12, 15 Eastern right now. Thank you for tuning in. I know we got a lot to talk about in terms of the Ravens because some great comes out of this game, but also some not so great is the win, but the Andrews loss. So you can subscribe to this channel on YouTube in audio form as well. We have a great audio community, a great video community. It's been awesome building those up. We also hit 1 million total views on the YouTube page, which is just, it's awesome. I'm, I'm speechless, and thank you for all the support with that. We have the chat going. We have John Parsons saying, booyah. Dylan Wilkinson in here. Raven76, Bmore saying, what's up, KO? I, uh, Dylan tried to type in the chat. He said, great win. Sucks we lost the Andrews. Need likely and Cole to step up. Yep, we'll talk about all that here today on this show. So for Ravens news, analysis, updates, we have you right here. It's the same show, both audio and video, so you're not missing out on any content you also subscribe over on subtext for more locked on ravens insider content and other ravens news we have anthony in the chat what's up anthony glad you could tune in for this one thank you to everybody on the late night crew late night locked on ravens diving in let's talk about first obviously i want to get to the game and then we'll move into andrews and the game was weird these thursday night games I think the, look, the NFL loves money, right? It's a business. You got to make your money. But the, the product is not good for the players. And we saw that. This was an injury-marred game, which is crazy because it, it wasn't just the Ravens. wasn't just the Bengals. Both teams got decimated with injuries, and they were honestly decimated throughout the week with, obviously, for the Ravens, Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley, for the Bengals, Sam Hubbard, T. Higgins. But in this one, Lamar Jackson, let, let's start with Lamar. I mean, we can we can start uh, so many so many places we can start. We'll start with Lamar, sixteen and twenty six, two sixty four, two touchdowns through the air, had nine carries for fifty four yards, and I think it's a little it's a little more impressive <laughs> considering the injury he had. Which Logan Wilson, we'll talk about him, single handedly injured three Ravens players: Mark Andrews, Lamar, and Odell. Now the Lamar play was, at least to me, I haven't looked too deep in the replays yet, but from what I saw, it was less of a hip drop tackle than the Mark Andrews play. 
but because he was tackling him more around the ankles, but I still saw the weight go down on the ankle. So Lamar gutted it out, was definitely injured, and honestly made some of his runs more impressive. He was slipping around the field a lot of the time. So that was one aspect of the game was, was just injuries. But Lamar did hit on a deep shot to Odell. He missed he missed one or two, but he did hit on that deep shot to Odell. Odell played awesome football. But I thought Lamar did a solid job, all things considered. Now, the Bengals' defense was not this unit to write home about. They're atrocious against the run. Honestly, not great against the pass either. And they lost guys throughout the game, but you know what? The Ravens also lost guys throughout this game. So honestly, both ways. You, you really have a lot to a lot to get to in this one. But rushing the ball, Gus Edwards, 12 for 62. He had two touchdowns also. The Gus bus is just, he, he's rolling through right now. <laughs> he's, he's doing incredible stuff. Lamar, I mentioned there's 9 for 54. Keaton Mitchell, 8 for 33. Zay Flowers, 1 for 7. Justice Hill, 1 for 1. Keaton Mitchell, I thought, looked great in a lot of his snaps. Now, he had the 21-yard long, which I think was awesome. But I think for him, part of it is what coming out of college, the, the knock on him was he's too small, he's not as big, he's, he's going to get caught up in the wash and stuff. But he has done a great job, in my opinion, yards after contact. Not every single play. It's not every single play. But at least at this point, Baltimore has so many other things working for them, at least in this game, even though Mark Andrews goes down, Odell has an awesome game. Zay Flowers steps up. Nelson Aguilar with a heads-up play for a touchdown. Rashad Bateman gets in on the action. There, there's a lot to like about the Ravens' offense, but as we will get to in the second part of the show, the Mark Andrews injury is concerning. But I'm, I'm glad that in this game, we, we have been talking all year, it seemed like, about wide receiver production. When were these wide receivers going to step up from a stat production perspective and for Odell I'm happy for him it's yeah I see Raven 76 be more saying glad Odell got his first 100 plus yards this season his first 100 plus yard game since 2021 I believe the NFC championship game and Anthony saying doesn't want to hear anything about Joe B not being there because they they beat Tyler in the playoffs so again both quarterbacks suffering injuries in this game now I don't know how crazy that Joe Burrow injury was before the game but we saw the, the deleted Bengals clip where he had that wrap on his hand, his wrist area. And I think a Jadavian Clowney hit aggravated that. And we'll get into the defense here because I I will admit, I will admit it was a, it was a little concerning with how the Ravens defense kind of got walked down earlier in the game with Joe Burrow. I think there were a couple of drives where it just felt like they were getting out physical again. But then they did what they were supposed to do against Jake Browning. Right. I mean, you, you go in there and what, what do we see last week? Deshaun Watson with a broken bone in his shoulder goes 14 of 14. Jake Brown could have come in this game and the Ravens could have just been like, oh, easy peasy. We're not we're going to we're going to relax. But they put pressure on him. They confused him. McDonald's did not let up on the aggressiveness. In fact, they got more aggressive when Jake Brown came in the game, as I think they should have with Joe Burrow. It can sometimes be hard to blitz him in certain situations. But with Jake Browning, that's an inexperienced quarterback. I think he had, what, one pass attempt before this game. So you knew what you were getting with him. And the game plan for them was going to be, yeah, we're going to throw the ball short, not put too much on the plate of Jake Browning, but also run the ball at Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon had a lot of good plays early in the game. But the Ravens' defense realized that there's a lot to – just stopping the run and then forcing Jake Browning to beat you. And obviously he could do nowhere close to that as well. So at this point, 
we'll, we'll kind of figure out what happens. And I see, uh, <laughs> I see Dylan in the chat saying Zay got, got screwed by a Hold'em Phantom call. Yeah. Very ticky tacky. If anything, I mean, honestly, Jadobia Wuzier disengaged and I didn't, it was a, it was a tug on the inside of the Jersey, right on the, like the chest plate area, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think that was not worthy of a penalty in my opinion. Some phantom calls both ways for sure, but Rob, I'm going to post the highlight on Twitter probably tomorrow morning, maybe, you know, earlier after this stream is over. Cause we deserve to see that Zay play again. Cause he, he cut up Zay flowers was cutting up on the field. Odell made a, a solid move. Bateman had a great play on his touchdown. So at this point, I think the Ravens do have the wide receiver trio ramping up and getting back. And that's that's honestly what it was going to be, right? Because Odell got injured early in the season. Rashad Bateman got injured early in the season. It wasn't like these guys were all of a sudden going to week one and also coming back from injuries, just boom, be, be these 1,000-yard, 10-touchdown receivers. It was never going to be that way. So I'm really glad they're starting to find their stride, find their form, which is awesome. I see Justin saying, glad to see Keaton Mitchell get used more. Yeah, it was great. And Anthony's saying, did his hand look a little swollen? I'm, I'm sure Anthony are talking about Joe Burrow there. It's just, just a little bit. It's <laughs> just, just a little swollen. No, it was bad. And honestly, couldn't grip the football, couldn't throw the football. Once I saw that, I didn't expect him out in the second half. I figured at that point it was going to be Jake Browning from there on out, unless some miracle happened that, you know, they, they get him up and feeling good on meds. But yeah, it was, it, it was really bad for Burrow because it was kind of out of nowhere. But the injury itself came out of nowhere. No one kind of knew. I'd, I'd assume the Bengals will get some sort of fine, some sort of penalty for not disclosing that. He was nowhere on their injury report. So that's going to be something to watch as well. And we'll pull up team stats quickly here before moving into the second. Well, first, let, let's let's do defense quickly. Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, 11 total and 10 total respectively. Marcus Williams, 7. And then you have Justin Matabike with a sack at Afe. Oh, wait, he played awesome. He had a sack. Davis Robinson gets a sack. Calvin Noy gets a sack too. Five sacks for this team, which is great. Clowney, I, I forgot to mention him. Brandon Stevens on Jamar Chase was just lunch for Jamar for Brandon Stevens, excuse me, all year. Seven receptions, 43 yards, one touchdown. Jamar Chase had against the Marlon Humphreyless Ravens through two games. Team stats wise, the Ravens hold the Bengals a two of eleven on third down compared to the Ravens six of twelve. Four oh five total yards compared to two seventy two for the Bengals compared to Baltimore. The key here, though, is the Bengals actually averaged more yards per rush than the Ravens did, 5.9 compared to 5.1. But the Ravens averaged 8.6 yards per pass compared to Cincinnati's 3.8. Tied in penalties, 9 for the Ravens, 9 for the Bengals. The Ravens actually had more penalty yards, and the Ravens hold the ball for just over a minute more than the Bengals. So coming up in the second part of the show, I see, I see John in there asking about Mark Andrews. We'll talk about him, what his loss means, so be sure to stay tuned. Plan to talk about on this instant reaction Friday morning edition of Locked on Ravens coming to you just past midnight on the YouTube channel. And of course, you can find it anywhere you get your podcast and audio form after the fact. But first, today's episode of Locked on Ravens, or I should say that tonight's episode of Locked on Ravens is brought to you by Prize Picks. And if you're looking for daily fantasy sports, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is awesome. It's the most fun so many have had up to 25 times in mind of this football season. All you have to do is select two or more players, pick them more or less in their projected stats, and place your entry. If anybody's a basketball fan, the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, if you're a big LeBron James fan, you can pair him 
and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions. And if you want to play alongside some of Price Picks favorites like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Price Picks community each week. Plus, Price Picks offers a really cool thing called a reboot policy. That means your entries stay stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured over football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to pricepicks.com slash lockdownnfl. Use code lockdownnfl for first boss match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash lockdownnfl. Use code lockdownnfl for first boss match up to $100. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. We're back to so our second segment of Lockdown Ravens. Kevin Oshaker still talking with you here on late Thursday, early Friday, as the Ravens pick up a 34 to 20 win over the Bengals in week number 11. Again, moves the record to eight and three. Bengals fall to five and five. Effectively, it ends the Bengals' AFC North chances, right? Because the Ravens now are up three in the win column on Cincinnati, not to mention they're now four games up because of the tiebreaker. And the Bengals' division record now falls to 0 and three. So if you're talking about other tiebreakers, the Ravens would have their advantage with that as well. Plus Joe Burrow goes down. We'll see the MRI results for him. I don't think there were any updates from Zach Taylor on him after the game, but we did get an update, unfortunately on Mark Andrews. And it was not a great one for the Ravens. As John Harbaugh says that Andrews suffered what is likely a season ending ankle injury. And it's a big blow to the offense. And again, the play, it happened Logan Wilson with a hip drop tackle. Now this was a textbook hip drop tackle play. And the reason defenders are, I don't, I don't know how to put it. The reason defenders are, are trying to kind of go this way with tackles is because they're so limited in the other ways that they can tackle. The hip drop tackle, essentially, what that definition is, is when you, you put all your weight. So you're essentially in the air trying to drag a guy down and your weight falls on either the ankle, the leg. And it's a really dangerous play because with that, Obviously, the ankle or the leg can't withstand these, you know, 220, 250, 300-pound defenders just falling on them like that. And for Andrews, you could see his ankle get caught up in it a little bit, and he goes down immediately in pain, gets the trainers, waves the trainers, and it's unfortunate. I mean, it's next man up for the Ravens for sure, but we can't discount what this loss is for them, especially – when you're looking at how much of a security blanket he has been for Lamar Jackson over the course of his career, his pure target share, snap share, reception share, touchdown share, right? Everything for this team. So what happens in the absence? You got to, first of all, tight end position. Isaiah likely is going to have to step up. He has struggled with some drops this year, some inconsistent play. We're going to see how that goes. Charlie Kohler, another option for them as well. So, yeah, at this point, you're going to have to have those two guys step up. Maybe the Ravens sign another tight end. I'm not sure who's out there in free agency. I'll look that up for tomorrow's show. So 6 a.m. we'll have another show out here, and we'll have that as well. I don't I don't know. It's, it's just so tough, and it's something where, again, the Ravens have been so healthy since week three, and now you have two straight weeks of some brutal injury luck for them. It's almost like the first three weeks of the season as well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of still trying to wrap my head around it because – he is such a big loss. Honestly, outside of Lamar on the offensive side of the ball, he's probably the player that you can't afford to lose. And, you know, that, that's, that's a couple other guys too, right? Linderbaum in there, a few others. Zay, maybe, if you want to go that route. But Mark Andrews is one of the heart and souls of this Ravens team. And 
I think that it's going to be tough to, you, you, you honestly can't, you can't replicate the success that he has. You're going to have to just figure out how you can get other production as well. Receiver wise, Zay Flowers is going to get a lot more targets. Odell, Rashad Bateman, it's not just a tight end issue. It's how can the other receivers, because those targets that Andrews has, I mean, I, I'm going to, let me see if I can pull up the stats real quick uh, for the Ravens offensively with the targets. I'll do that as, as we're talking. But it's such a big target share that is now out of your offense. Now I'll, I'll tweet this stat out probably after the stream or early tomorrow morning. But you you essentially have, let's see, I'm I'm, I'm literally getting it right now. Target wise, Mark Andrews, if I can find targets here quickly, fifty nine. So Zay leads the team in targets with sixty eight. Mark Andrews second with fifty nine. After that, the third leading target getter on the Ravens is Odell with 35. So Zay and Mark Andrews, the, the target share has been pretty evenly split between the two. But then it's 35 for Odell, 25 for Aguilar, 29 for Bateman, 8 for Edwards, 10 for Likely. So, so again, 59 targets spread out to other guys. I think the majority of that probably goes to Zay and Odell with some Nelson and Rashad sprinkled in there. Keaton Mitchell will probably get a couple as well. But that's tough. I mean, defense's game plan around Mark Andrews. Like you look at the Ravens and what their game plan has been for years now, even before Zay and before Odell. It's we have to double team Mark Andrews. His middle of the field presence is so big for them because with other guys, you know, you, you can work the middle of the field. You can do stuff with short routes and immediate routes. So Mark Andrews has such a commanding presence over the middle of the field that teams have to bring a safety help over the top or send a linebacker on him with some extra help. Like it's hard to defend him one-on-one. -on -one, and that was kind of the whole pick your poison of this offense. If you double team Mark, well, Zay is going to be available one-on-one -on -one, and that's a nightmare for opposing defenses. So it's going to be really tough. And we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show too, a little bit. I see, you know, we're, we're in the chat uh, with a bunch of Mark Andrews takes and also, you know, with, with Andrews as well, I, I don't know what's going on here. I see, yeah, Yahoo Sports, NFL app, both say Andrews suffers a serious ankle injury. Yeah, that's what John Harbaugh said. So that, that's what it's going to be. But I, I see in here as well a bunch of a bunch of love for the corners, which we'll get to in the final part of the show as well. Let, let, let's finish the Mark Andrews talk, then we'll move on to the corners. I see a lot of corner talk in the chat. But at this point, you're going to have to, I think, rely on the ground game a little more too. I don't think this is just, oh, Mark Andrews is hurt. We're going to spread the spread the rock out. You still want to pass the ball. You still want to have that as a part of your offense, right? But you're going to have to, I think, run the ball a little more effectively if you want to make up for that. And part of it is, is Isaiah likely ready? We saw in the absence of Mark Andrews last season, likely stepped up, played a big role in most of the Bengals, the, not the Bengals, the Buccaneers, the Saints, that NFC South stretch. But it's tough because we we know the connection. And part of the part of the Andrews connection that he has with Lamar is the street ball. The the pure improvisation of his routes. He and Lamar have such a connection that they know where each other want to be, want to place the ball, where one guy's gonna go. Lamar will cut and Mark Andrews knows I'm gonna work back to him or I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep. I'm gonna cut through left because of that connection they have together. They've been working together since rookies came into the league together in 2018. So that's a big loss. You know, I think the Ravens with the Humphrey injury, the Stanley injury, it was very fortunate that those guys were not injured to the severity that replays looked the Andrews injury. I didn't, I didn't really like the ankle got caught up in there, but I didn't know how severe it was going to be. This is tough though. Guys are going to have to step up on in all 
three phases, honestly. Special teams has been a little interesting this season, but offensively, it's now the Isaiah Likely show with some Charlie Kohler sprinkled in. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk to Kaji Ismail next week. He'll be banging his Charlie Kohler drum like he always is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of figure out how this offense looks because we, we've seen it without Mark Andrews, but we haven't seen it for a long time. without. I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll pull up Andrews' stats quickly here in terms of his injury availability because I don't think he's missed – that many games over the course of his career. If I, if I can't find it here, I'll, I'll look season wise, but yeah, he's played in uh 16, 15, 14, 17, 15. So he's missed, I think, what is that? Less than 10 games over the course of his career. That's I'm, I'm not a math guy, by the way. So you can correct me on that if I'm wrong, but that's a, that's a big blow. I think we haven't seen a Mark Andrews let off or a Mark Andrews less offense for as sustained of a period as we're going to see here. And in the playoffs, that, that's what worries me. But I don't want to take away too much from the game because I still think that Baltimore did get the job done and coming from the final part of the show. I see Anthony saying, take a breath during the sponsors. I got to I gotta roll through them, Anthony. We'll be talking about this team, where they go from here with Andrews. Also continuing to recap that Ravens and Bengals game. So be sure to stay tuned for everything we have coming up here on this live. It's the Reaction Edition of Locked on Ravens as we round out the show coming to you again late Thursday early Friday on the show first though this episode is brought to you by DoorDash and I don't know about you but I'm a big food guy I just love food in general and sometimes I'm watching a game and I want to get something to eat go to the fridge get a snack and whether it's a timeout two minute warning halftime I'll go and there's nothing there's nothing for me to eat that's where DoorDash comes in because you can go and get Anything you want over on DoorDash for the most part. And why root for the Ravens on an empty stomach, right? You can order DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. So maybe for a watch party, you want the game day classics like pizza, wings, soda, burgers. DoorDash, you can get it all delivered without missing the game. Or if you're a snack guy, I'm a big snack guy. You can order chips, dips, nachos, everything you need to make your own nachos. DoorDash, you can deliver, again, delivered all without missing the game. And in Baltimore, there are a lot of awesome spots. Maybe you want to get sushi. Sushi Han is a place that I, I'm a big fan of. Maybe you're a pizza guy. I'm Underground pizza is a great one for me. So kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals and everything you need for the watch party tailgate. If you have 50% off of the $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app, enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply, plus you can get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers in order to order tailgate gear on DoorDash and get ready to watch your team win this. 50% off of the $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. We now have DoorDash app. Enter code LOCK23. Separate change terms apply. One more time, don't forget to use code LOCK23, 50% off of the $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more subject to change terms apply. We're back, rounding out Locked on Ravens. Kevin Ostriker still here with you, talking Ravens, talking Bengals, talking Mark Andrews. Big story, multiple of them. Ravens beat the Bengals 34-20 in Week 11, moved to 8-3. Mark Andrews likely done for the season. According to John Harbaugh, we have the chat popping right now, especially considering it's late. It's tw- about 12.30, 12.45 right now, so I appreciate everybody who's watching live with me here on YouTube. Again, these will go in audio form immediately after the fact. So be sure if you missed it live one week, you can check it out either the replay on YouTube or after the fact, you can subscribe for free YouTube video form, audio form, anywhere you get your shows. We are five days a week. We'll be coming at you live. Well, not live, but it'll be another episode of Friday morning, just a couple hours from now, 6 a.m. Eastern time. We'll be talking Mark Andrews a little bit more as well. Now we got some corner love in the chat here. Let's, let's talk about the corners quickly. Dylan saying, great game from Darby. If Humphrey remains out, Darby should be the corner opposite Stevens. Jesse hasn't been great recently. I agree. Ronald Darby has stepped up. And this isn't a new thing either. 
I mean, Darby was great for him early in the season when Marlon was down. He and Stevens have both stepped up. I agree with Yassian. He hasn't been really good as a Raven. Had that one great drive against the Bengals, the big Jamar Chase play, right? I mean, I, I think that's where people are going to remember Yassian is he broke up a pass in the end zone on Jamar Chase, which was a great play, but has had a couple of big penalties, had some completions on him. Darby should be your guy 100% as well. And I see Nana Ravate saying Darby's been balling. And Jeff saying Rock should only be allowed to play special teams, no more defensive snaps. I think they just have to. I mean, I was banging that if you were listening to me, if you were an everyday or on Locked On Ravens here, you knew that I wanted a corner badly. Not not like st- like I knew they weren't getting. <laughs> I mean, Sertan wasn't coming. Jair Alexander wasn't coming. It was like, get a Russell Douglas. Get a Dante Jackson, right? A guy who cost you a fifth. I know Russell Douglas went for what, a third and a fifth. But I don't know who else the Ravens can play. I mean, is Pepe Williams coming back anytime soon? Doesn't look like it. Or is Washington? I don't know. Arthur Mullis been playing great from the slot. But, yeah, I don't know at this point. Uh, oh, I forgot about this. Good point by Nana Ravate saying, I say go get Vokalek off the practice squad. Yes, Vokalek will have a role. I think that's what's going to happen here. Honestly, I forgot all about Vokalek. I don't know how I did that. So big, big shout out for the reminder there. Thank you. Uh, let's see. N. Bain saying on the bright side, we have one game in the next 24 days. Yep, 100%. I was just going to put that stat out there. Good stat. The Ravens have their mini buy before playing the Chargers. And then after the Chargers game, they have their full buy. So although it's not going to mean enough for maybe like a Mark Andrews or a guy like Lamar, I haven't, if anyone can update me, I haven't seen what John Harbaugh had to say on Lamar. But for Lamar, for Odell, for Patrick Queen, some of those guys who have suffered some dings, some, some bumps and bruises along the way. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it, the Ravens will have one game and then a bunch of rest time, which is huge for them because they really haven't had that. For teams like the Browns, who had their bye super early in the season, they don't have that luxury. They get the chance to rest early, but now they have to go and play the full season. I would have preferred the bye maybe around week 10, week 11. I think that's a, that's a like a perfect, like anywhere from week 9 to week 11 is like a perfect spot for me. Week 13 is a little late because you play so much consecutive football. But the Thursday night game into the mini buy, into the full buy is a huge thing for them, 100%. Colin saying, how badly is Lamar hurt? I don't know. I mean, obviously not enough to miss any snaps, but I'm sure he has suffered some sprain of some sort. And I think my hot take is by the buy, by the time the buy is over, he'll probably be okay. Maybe not 100%, but he'll be okay. Anthony saying, hold up, I thought OBJ was washed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, what was that? That was the uh, top of the conversation early, wasn't it? Again, was the Odo contract an overpay? Probably, right? We, we can admit that. But it was a necessary overpay to get somebody to Baltimore like Odell. And we look, I was never expecting prime New York Giants Odell. I don't think anybody should have been expecting that. But if this is the production they can get from him, an explosive playmaker who can take the ball for yards after the catch and make some plays and have to be accounted for, that's 100%. That, that's what you can get here. Tyler's saying, Darby not playing more this season has been criminal guys ball. And I, Tyler, this is a point, actually, I wanted to talk about this. I'm glad you brought it up because I thought Darby played really well early in the season, right? Like, again, Marlon was down and... I think that Darby played awesome. And then Humphrey comes back and we really don't see him. We really don't see Ronald Darby. And I'm just like, where did he go? And he, he comes in and balls out in this game. And I'm like, okay, well, he's he's balled out the opportunities he's gotten. Where has he been? I think part of that has been Humphrey comes back. You have Stevens. Well, let's play it in the slot. You don't play typical base. So you, you're having three safeties with Marlon Humphrey, or not Marlon Humphrey, excuse me, Marcus Williams. 
Geno Stone and, and Kyle Hamilton. You want to put two inside linebackers on the field with Roquan and Queen. They're not playing four corners as much. I mean, I think as, in a rotation, it'd be really valuable to have a guy like Darby. But I'm glad you made the point, Tyler, because I was also wondering where Darby went. Brett saying no Andrews is a huge loss. Yeah, 1,000%. It's going to be tough for them to recover, not saying they can't. But he's a big part, a massive part of what they do on the offensive side of the ball. Nana Rave saying, like we can handle the top tight end spot. He needs to be on the field. Practice makes perfect. I'm not been impressed with Lola. Not at all. Kohler, did you mean? That might be Kohler there. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a big step-up moment for Likely as well. Um, Jeff saying Likely was incredible last season when Andrews was out for a few games. And Tyler's saying this offense is about to become a run, play, action, deep shot offense with no Andrews running thin on guys working in the middle. Yeah, that's the point I made earlier, Tyler. Good point because Mark Andrews is such a presence over the middle of the field. He is the guy over the middle where it allows guys to work on the outside, especially when you have to put so much attention to a guy like Andrews in the middle of the field. So I expect them to run more. I agree. Play action, read option, whatever you want to call it, going to be big as well for him. It's going to be interesting, 1,000%. Anthony saying, likely is so strong and physical. I don't know if you notice, but he doesn't go down easy. The man gets got a pancake block without looking. Uh, Tyler saying likely isn't the same blocker as Andrews doesn't have a great track record of trust with Lamar. Hopefully with more time, it'll be, I mean, yes, I think the thing that I've been most impressed with and Mark Andrews in his career, the, the, the thing with him as a pass catcher has been incredible, but he coming into the league for those who kind of kept up with Andrews in his career, the track arc for him, he was known as not a great blocker and he's worked on that aspect. Again, I think a lot of it was when Nick Boyle and Andrews were kind of that tandem together. You can even throw Hurst in there as well. If you want to, Aiden Hurst, the gameplay for defenses was run to the side that Boyle's not on and that Andrews is. Andrews struggled early in his career as a blocker, but he has added that to his game and has become a very good blocker. Likely has been okay in spurts, has had some struggles in others as well. So I think Likely is super strong. I mean, I agree with both Anthony and Tyler. Likely is strong, but I think he's not the blocker Andrews is here as well. Tyler's saying, is it a 0% chance Mark comes back into the playoffs? I'm not sure at this point. The only thing I'm going off of is that Harbaugh said that it's likely a season-ending ankle injury. I mean, I th- we'll know more tomorrow probably, but it, that doesn't sound great. Maybe miraculously, if it's not, if it's a two-month thing, does he come back in the AFC Championship game if the Ravens get that far? Does he come back in the Super Bowl? The only hope there is that it's maybe a two- to three-month thing and he can come back on the earlier side of that timeline, but I'm just, I'm not sure. I, I'm not a doctor and I don't know the particulars of the injury to, to give you a, a pure diagnosis on that. Uh, Ben saying, I really think the offense will adapt with likely Kohler and Vokalek. Look at how they did in the second half versus how they played right after Mark got hurt, took a bit, but they have the plays. And I think part, yeah, it's going to be an adjustment for the Ravens, but also an adjustment for defenses, right? You don't have to game plan for an Andrews anymore. So how do you do that? I think it, again, Tyler says it will adapt, but no Andrews is huge loss against good defenses that can rush the passer and force it out quickly. I agree. Again, I agree with both Ben and Tyler. The offense will adapt, but it's not good. The offense is not going to be as good without Andrews in it. Like it can, it can have aspects that are fine with Andrews out. Like I'm not saying the season's done because Andrews is done. Right. I'm not saying that, but Andrews is a huge loss and that loss cannot be understated at this point. Dylan saying uh, Aguilar being in the right place at the right time was awesome. Yeah, that was crazy. Right. Jermaine Pratt makes a great play. Honestly, Aguilar gets it, turns on the burners and, and goes there as well. Um, it's awesome. It's right place, right time. Sometimes the ball bounces your way. Sometimes it doesn't, but (laughs) at this point, that's the, that's the one that bounced. Tyler saying, do you expect likely to just take most, most of Mark's snaps? Or do you think we might see a big improvement from Kohler? 
it's just going to be, I think, next man up on the ladder. So Andrews kind of slides into the Andrews spot. Kohler slides into the likely spot. Vokalek slides into the Kohler spot. I don't know if they're going to run tandem there with those guys. I'd assume likely gets more snaps than Kohler, but we're going to see. Stefan saying Ravens have the depth this year in every at every position. We we're used to playing injured or with backup players. We had years of experience for sure. But I, I still think that I mean I agree with you, Stefan. But the Ravens haven't had an offense without Mark Andrews consistently for the entire Andrews era. So I'm I'm interested to see how it adjusts 100. Uh, Anthony saying just on the dub cam of my G PQ said Roe was not in a good mood. Roe said we didn't finish the way we needed to finish. Yeah, I mean it, it take me back to the Detroit game. Ravens win that game. What was it 30? eight to six was that the final score and all the players can say was we're not happy with how we finished we didn't do this right they were focused on what went wrong as opposed to what went right and that to me is a mindset of a Super Bowl champion team or at least a Super Bowl contender Tyler's saying I hope they move way a bit from two tight ends with Andrews out and go spread with Mitchell on the field to play more I mean you could even go four wide if you wanted to with Odell Rashad Aguilar and Zay like you could do that too I mean you could put Isaiah in the slot I mean I agree I think two tight ends is it's it's more threatening with Mark and Isaiah as opposed to Isaiah and, and Kohler. And that's not me trying to knock any of those guys, but we know the threat Andrews is. And there are a bunch of different looks you can have. Uh, the Mitchell thing on the outside would be awesome, or maybe just in the backfield. You can go four wide with Mitchell in the backfield, which would be cool. So plenty of opportunities for the Ravens to revamp their offense, but the Ravens beat the Bengals 34-20 to 20 in Week 11. They lose Mark Andrews. will be right back here tomorrow on Locked on Ravens. I see Tyler saying, is there any big name tight end out there the Ravens might potentially sign? I, I don't know. I'm going to look into that for tomorrow's show, Tyler, so be sure to tune into that one. I, I haven't had a chance to look. I've been moving a 1,000 miles a minute here, so I'll, I'll get a list of guys as well. T- Tyler's saying Gronk season. That, that'd be something. I, you know, Tyler, I might, I might run with that. That might be my agenda, my, my joke agenda, so I might put a couple tweets out on that. But that's all I have for you today on Lockdown Ravens. Thank you so much for tuning in on this early Friday morning live stream. Coming up, we'll be right back here a few hours, 6 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're just finishing up listening to this and it's past 6 a.m., be sure to check out tomorrow's episode. I haven't recorded it yet, but I'm sure it'll be a good one. We'll be talking to Mark Andrews, talking about that Bengals game a little more too. So be sure to stay tuned for all that. Be sure to subscribe, audio form, video form, the whole nine yards. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Lockdown Ravens.